Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. On with Mario Lopez. Malin, how are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm excited and tired, mostly excited. Yeah, what's it been like since you've won? Um, It's been a lot of talking. Um, a lot of press. A lot of press. But um, I haven't, it hasn't really had, I haven't had the chance to like let it set in. Yeah. I don't think it's quite hit me. It feels still like kind of weird. So it doesn't feel like you're the champ of the voice yet. No, not really. Who not was yet. who was the first person you talked to after? Well, my John Legend. <laughs> 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 but my family came onto the stage and that was amazing to uh, to share that with them and then we did the the press um at, right after but then my whole family I had 42 people that came out for me. Oh, they wow. were at the show, somehow got tickets. My my uh, ride or die is for sure found a way <laughs> in there. They were not going to let that happen without them. But um, we all uh, met up and they threw a little party for me, made a cake, and it was so nice. What did uh, John Legend say to you? Oh, he he was just so excited. He said, I, he was like, you know, you should never know what's going to happen. But he said, you deserve to win this, and I'm I'm just glad that that it happened this way. It's sort of like he gets part of your winning, though, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, because... Do you, do you credit him a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, um, this is a, a a difficult process, and it's, um, you know, he made it a, a lot easier for me because you need somebody who has all that experience to kind of coach you through that, and that's exactly what he did. And, and you know, song choice is so important, and uh, I didn't actually pick a lot of my songs, and he, um, after hearing my voice, actually was able to challenge me with songs I, I didn't think I 
whatever want to sing okay. or could have sung. And he was like, no, I know your voice. That's going to be great. And so to have him have that kind of faith in me was everything. Did you have a favorite song that you performed during the season? It was funny because like each each moment was kind of different and we there there was something that was elevated each time. But um, I will say The Scientist was a really special moment for me just because I love that song so much. And it was my first time that I felt like because when we first got into the live shows, we had started with in-ears and I'd never worked with those before. And it was kind of a mess for me. And I was thinking more about that than the actual performance. And the scientist was the first one where I was used to everything and I could just perform Yeah, and I could just sing the song and, and, you know, do my thing. And so that was like a, the first time that I actually lost myself on stage, which is so nice to do. That's, you know, music yeah. is like a form of expression and self therapy. So you, you want it to just feel like a release. And that was the first one that really felt like that. When you were having trouble with the the in ear mm-hmm. monitors, did you think that gave you a disadvantage? Well, Do you think that would hurt you? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I just. I think that even if you don't have a hearing disability like I do, they are very different. It's like it takes kind of like the life out of the the sound because you're not getting the room sound right and it's very um focused in and it's very dry and it's kind of like going into a recording booth for the first time and and i didn't i didn't know how it worked especially because we started with generics and then we eventually the further you go you get customs which are very different and it sounds like worlds better did they pay for those for you yeah, those are expensive. Yeah, those are <laughs> expensive, but they did pay for nice. those, and I got to keep them. Um, so you went up against three of Blake's country singers in the finals. Sure did. What did you think your chances of winning were going into the finals? Honestly, I you just never know what's going to happen. And my mind was never like I'm in this to win this. I was, I was very much like I just want to give performances that I'm really proud of, and this is the time to like this is a platform that, you know, not everyone gets. And I just wanted to give my best performances, but going into the finale, you know, the country is well loved in America. And these guys are, they're not just country singers. They're good country singers. They're really good. And, uh, Blake is very well loved as well. So I just didn't even know all I, all I wanted to do was kind of have this, this, last show be a celebration of everything that you know john and i had done together and accomplishing things that i never thought i could do like that schedule was crazy and yeah so i exceeded my own expectations and like i was like you know what i just want to sing songs that i love and uh, i got to sing a duet with john legend like that is bucket list stuff right there so so even if you didn't win you were happy. You were content. I was. But you wanted to win. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the at the end of the day, yes, I did want to win because, you know, there is that pressure of the fact that it was you know, being, it was a legendary season, you know, and, yeah. and I was the last uh, horse in, in for his race, you know. So I, um, I had that, a little of that pressure on me, but I tried to like let that go until Carson said my name. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then John like rushed the stage and he was so excited. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've never seen you so excited. Um, you got to sing with John, obviously. I How know. surreal was that moment? That was incredible. And you know, I grew up listening to Nat King Cole and, and Natalie Cole and Nat King Cole has one of my favorite voices ever. And the first time that we did unforgettable, um, he sounded like Nat 
And there was something that I was like, oh, it's like I'm singing with Nat King Cole. He's like the modern day. Like there's like. That's pretty cool. I, yeah. yeah. And I mean, yes, it's John Legend, like that in and of itself. But then I was like, oh my gosh, like there's something really special about this. And it was a surreal dream come true. You got to sing with Sarah McLaughlin yes. as well. How many people have told you that that performance made them want to go do- donate to animals who need homes? <laughs> it was funny because every time I would talk about it, somebody would be like, oh, I need to show you this picture of a puppy. <laughs> it would like bring up dogs for sure. Um, I know it's it. And I thought about that. I was like, it's the meme song. Everybody's going to send me the, the puppy. Sounded amazing. though. It, it, it's such a gorgeous song. And she has been an inspiration for me for a really long time. So to meet her and also know that she's a really cool person. Yeah. Like so chill and so nice. That was, you know, you get nervous meeting your heroes because you never know like, what yeah. they're going to be like. Some could be awful. Yeah. yeah. And it's happened for me before. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, but she, she's just the coolest. And she was like, I'm excited to sing with you. And I was like, are you excited with me? <laughs> like, God, I'm excited with you. That has to be an incredible moment. Oh, to, and she, someone you look up to to say that to you yeah oh my gosh I was it was just super surreal and my uncle is her number one fan like (laughs) was he one of the 42 yes he was and I I remember making eye contact with him way across right when we got there and and he's like he gets excited but he's you know he's like a a man's man but like he was up there and I could see him going kind of fangirled yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, you had mentioned that, that, you know, you're, you're deaf in one ear. Yeah. Was that difficult for you to sort of find your pitch and stuff to find your voice, uh, you like, like growing yeah. up? Well, I, it was definitely, um, something that I struggled with in everyday life growing up. Um, I have to like move people to one side of me to, to hear them talk. But the thing about music is that it's all about, it's about vibrations. Right. And I, I never feel like I have a hearing impairment when it comes to music because of the way it moves through the air. And I yeah. can, I can hear really soft music actually, just okay. cause I can feel the vibrations. And I, I guess I'm, I'm sensitive to that, but, okay. um, you know, it, I, it took me, a long time to figure out that how I hear things is very different from how other people hear things. And, you know, I started basing my voice off of how I felt rather than what I was hearing. Okay. So it ended up being sort of an advantage in this process because during my performance of stay, um, my in-ears went out halfway through and and oh, I don't know if this one did, but this one for sure did. <laughs> and I keep them both in just because I can feel the drum beat still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, we've never worked with somebody who's had this disability. So I would keep them both in. And I was like, all right, like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to like test the limits of this, um, in front you're, of millions of people. <laughs> not used to it yes, anyway. So exactly. So I, um, but it, they, they went out and, um, because of growing up and having some performances where I couldn't hear, I would check in with myself and, and go based off a of feeling rather than what I was hearing. And, um, I was able to do that then and kind of internalize everything and, and pull through. So okay. it was kind of cool to know that like through def- technical difficulties, I can yeah, push through. You can still go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all four coaches turn their chairs during the Crazy. blind auditions. What made you choose John Legend? Well, the fact that you're a big fan. 
So yeah, for sure. I, and before I even... Do you hate Adam Levine? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't. I don't. As opposed to like a lot of the... <laughs> he's gotten so much hate. Yeah, he's gotten a lot of flack. I know yeah. from what happened, I guess, on season 15. But um, he's a great guy and he was always so kind to me. And he fought really hard for me, which I was like, oh, but um, <laughs> John, I like, I knew before I even got to that point, I said, if he turned, I'm going to pick John Legend because, you know, obviously he's an EGOT and like he's yeah. done all these amazing things and he's done so much with his career and that's inspiring in and of itself. But he's an amazing musician and like he's a storyteller, which I relate to. Yeah. And um, I just felt like we were kind of on the same wavelength and that we could work really well together and that it's his first season. So he'd be really fresh to it. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Probably really eager to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I feel like, you know, he has a lot to teach and um, I was watching some interviews with him before we, uh, I even started the process and he was like, you know, I'm really excited with the idea of mentoring young artists and helping them become the best they can be. And he said, I have a background in that from growing up in the church and, and being like the worship leader. And, and that, um, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like I, I, and to know that he, that, that's something like that excites him. I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, of course. It's more exciting for you if if your coach is actually excited. Exci- yeah, yeah. They they're hungry for it as well. So. Yeah. Um, so what's in store next? Well, now um, <laughs> some more press, and then um, <laughs> it's, got, it's got to feel endless, right? <laughs> no, I actually really enjoy it. It's like people want to talk to me. That's cool. <laughs> awesome. It's not gonna last forever, so enjoy it. <laughs> but um, you don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. But um, you know, now it's gonna be is the conversation with the, the with the label to find out exactly you know what steps we're taking to move forward and if we're going to do a single an EP or an album and what's going to you know sound like and I've written songs and I I'll present them and see you know if we're yeah. meshing and and uh, we'll go from there and and see you know a ti- we'll set up a timeline but definitely music sooner than later and touring and all that On that note what do you want the music to sound like Well I mean I'm I, I'm rooted as like a singer songwriter and like alternative indie pop kind of vibes. Um, and that's, that's definitely where the roots are, but I grew up listening to so many different genres and there's so much genre fluidity these days anyways that, you know, yes, I'll have those roots and there'll be that consistency through it and cohesiveness, right. but I have different elements that come into play with my voice and my writing. And, and I, you know, I sometimes think that different genres evoke different, emotions even so just bringing different flares in there who currently like that's out there is inspiring you a lot um i definitely think uh maggie rogers is a big inspiration um there's there are so many i still love sarah barella so much i just love the way she writes um there there are there are many i'm trying to think of some more um because you know growing up i really loved you know, Chris Martin, Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I listen to so many different types, Joni Mitchell. And I have like a very wide No, but that's awesome. Because you can incorporate so many different things into, yeah. into what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you mentioned I, Sarah Bareilles. Did, yeah. Did you see her musical, Waitress? Waitress, absolutely, yeah. Um, she was on with us not too long ago talking about that. And She's a cool, she just seems like a really cool chick. She like, was, she was, I mean, she was, and, and Mario and his wife, like, loved that musical. Yeah. Like, they really loved it. Yeah, um, she writes, I mean, the, the, the music is gorgeous. If, Obviously, she wrote it. If, uh, 
if you were to spend the rest of your life making music, which I assume that's what you want to do, yeah. um, what would you want to be remembered for? Well, you know, I want to do a many different things. Um, and I think the, the main thing I want to be remembered for is that, you know, I was always honest and I was always a genuine person who brought human experiences to the music. And, you know, I, I don't just, you know, write music to, to sing. Like it's all about feeling it's about yeah. connection. Um, but there are so many things I want to do. And, you know, eventually like I, I used to be in musical theater and I would not mind if the right project came along, I would, I would be interested in, in yeah. exploring that. And I would love to do like voiceover work and, and film and TV and in writing. And, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things I want to do. And I, I've obviously you know, now at this platform, this is a responsibility as, uh, as a person with this platform to also educate myself with charities I want to be involved with. Yeah. And, and like, you know, there's, you have to honor the fact that people are listening to you. So do you see yourself as sort of an inspiration to other people who have like, or who are hearing impaired or, or have the similar issues? Yeah. Well, you know, I never even thought about that before I came onto the show because I, you know, grew up without thinking that it was like a disability. It was just something yeah. that I had. Um, but I've received so many messages from people that have either suffered from it themselves or parents with children who have either deaf in one ear yeah. or, or hearing impaired. And they're like, you know, you can tell your kid all day that they're going to be okay. And like, it's all going to be fine, but they don't really know. And it's really yeah. scary for them. And, uh, um, I, I got a few messages from people saying, you know, we, I watched you with, with my child and I started weeping <laughs> tears of joy. Cause I was able to, to tell my kid, like, see, like, right. you don't have to view it as a disability. It can be something that makes you special. Yeah. So. All right. Last thing I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot. Quick questions. Oh, gosh. Quick answers. All right. Song you can't get out of your head. Um, what's the one we were just listening to by one Republic? What, what rescue me? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite TV show of all time? Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mario was on Golden Girls. <gasps> Wait. He played a kid that got deported. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, <laughs> what? He was like 12 or something, I think. Um, <laughs> um, I'm dead. <laughs> celebrity crush growing up? Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley? <laughs> I don't think he was alive when you were growing up. He wasn't. And um, I used to watch Jailhouse Rock on repeat. My mom had came in when I was like eight and she was like, I was like, I'm going to marry him. And she's like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. He's not here. And I'm so sad. Do, do you buy into the conspiracies that he's still alive? Yes. <laughs> I went to Gra I went to Graceland and they were, wouldn't let us upstairs. And I was like, he's up there. <laughs> um, dream collaboration. Oh, You've already had two collaborations. I know. Now. John Legend. I would love to do an actual like duet with him that we write together. But um, um, hmm, there are so many. That's so hard. Sarah Brills. Okay. Uh, nickname growing up. Mm. Maddie. Okay. Uh, All-time favorite musical. Uh, classic would have to be oh gosh i watched so many growing up i was a nerd if you haven't gathered <laughs> um let me think here oh gosh we're getting 
top three then. Okay, okay, okay. That's probably easier. So one of the newer ones, next to normal. Okay. So good. Um, I loved... Uh, Better say waitress if you want that Sarah Waitress. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, waitress for show. <laughs> um, and um, classic though. I used to listen. Um, I was in so many. I'm going to say Les Miserables. Okay. And then last one, time travel destination. You can go back to any time, go into the future. That is so evil. Because <laughs> um, I want to do so many things. I want to see so many you things. You only do it once. Okay. It would be... <laughs> Elvis Presley's first concert. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, though. <laughs> yes. Before he was famous, so I could like, and before he met uh, uh, Priscilla. Priscilla. I would, it's Priscilla, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always, I would switch up his daughter's Yeah, name. no, I do that too, <laughs> actually. Um, oh, yes. Okay, I'd be like, Priscilla, good. move over. Uh, well. Uh, I'd have to age myself backwards, though, because she was 14. <laughs> I'd have to be like... 13. I'm, I'm even younger. <laughs> That's kind of messed, messed up. up. That's but, messed up. That's um, really messed up. Don't we'll, air that. <laughs> we'll cut it. We'll cut it out. Um, well, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. On with Mario Lopez. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.